Another, oh, another edition of Riding Home here as the wind gets a hold of us for a second. Uh, Matt, it's, it's Dean Leggett and Matt DeBerry. Go over to dogpost.com and read more about what we're talking about uh, here, which is uh, it's just some sort of scuttlebutt that we, we gather over time covering the team. A lot of this was covered in, the, in much more detail in what we're hearing, which is on Dog Post right now. If you've not seen that yet, you should go over to the site and check it out. You know, Matt... I've heard quite a bit of um, discussion, uh, and some from from Kirby that the the running the run game is not yet, you know, well it's not doing unbelievable right now, and uh, I just want to delve into that just a little bit because there there's got to be an explanation as to why when you look at this program. Um, and its ability to run the ball essentially on everyone. Um, how what what could be the explanation for the um, the run game suffering in the spring? Well, I'm trying to figure out if Kirby said this publicly to maybe you know get on the maybe not the offensive line but running backs, but the running game in general. I mean, the players hear about this; they know that. This is not really the standard, um, apparently, what they've been doing this spring. So I don't know if it's really that they're not performing well because the offensive line could be one of the best in college football. Everyone has seen how the offensive line can dominate at times and throughout the year. So, But if it was the defense making plays, you would hope Kirby would have said that and said, well, the the run game's fine. It's just you know the defensive line's doing really well. They've had a nice spring, and they're the ones making plays – but instead, he made it to where the offensive line or the run game uh, is just not performing the way they should. It's hard to really put that on the offensive line because it, it's supposed to be one of the strongest groups on the team and one of the strongest units in college football. So you, know, you still have a question at running back, too. DeAndre Swift is absolutely the guy. We know that Brian Herrian is an experienced guy who can get you some tough yards. Swift is still a weapon, more than a you know a three-down running back, and Samir White isn't 100%. So I wonder, I do wonder, I will say this, I do wonder if any of these running backs are 100% right now. Uh, maybe Brian Herian. I think Swift, it's, it's, it seems like, um, might be nicked up or something. I, I don't, I, I, that's total speculation on my part because I don't know. Um, but it, it's just odd because Kirby said on Saturday after the scrimmage that um, in the passing game, when you get the ball to the backs in the flat, they can't get there. No one can stop them. Um, so, so again, I go back to: uh, Is this the offensive line is struggling? Is this that the defensive line, which doesn't even have certain players practicing yeah. right now, are or or are these new kids that have come along at linebacker making that much difference? I find I find some of this stuff hard to believe. I just. I'm trying to get an understanding of really what the explanation could be, and, and and I'm not I'm not sure what the answer is. Yeah, I think if it was the offensive line, he probably would have said that, right? I mean, the offensive line isn't opening up holes, but instead he said the run game isn't working. So it's got to be a combination of the guys maybe. There's just not a there's not a lot of holes. Apparently. Yeah, that's the way it was put. Apparently, but again, we probably always do this, but we do. It's our job to report and stuff and what they hear. But I don't see things like this in the spring being a big deal. And I, I'm not well, sure if Kirby's thing, trying to though, light Matt. a fire under his guys. No, no I mean, but at some Kirby basically tells the truth. 
he doesn't yeah. really leave it out necessarily. I mean, he sometimes he'll leave things out, but I think for the most part, he basically tells you what's going on. And, and, and I know that from having people who are at practices from 2016 on, he essentially tells you what's going on. And he doesn't overly seem concerned about it necessarily. I'm yeah, just, I was going to say, is he worried? No, it Does doesn't he look... seem that way. I and mean, no. he was not real pumped up after Saturday. But yeah. but I, but I they have had some good goes over time. But I, I guess what I'm trying to – the problem with the spring and the problem with not seeing something yourself, and even if you see it yourself, you're only seeing it once, is that – um, you, you, it's hard to draw reality from s- sort of, I don't know if speculations or secondhand news, even if it's people that you've known forever and really trust. Um, I wonder in the spring if um, you can draw conclusions of any sort. Because I, I don't think the quarterbacks played very well on Saturday either. And when I say quarterbacks, I mean plural. I would. I was told that none of them played really well. They all played okay. That was it. Yeah, I think in the end, I, if you're a Georgia fan, <laughs> it's you hard watch. to be concerned about the run game. I, I still, you know, have a big question mark on the receivers. I'm looking for one of those guys to step up. But at the end of the day, especially if Zamir White is healthy and no, the running backs are healthy, they're going to run. They're going to well, run. They, they really need Zamir. I mean, it's it's not like he's a luxury like he would have been last year. I. Um, I think they really need him, and they really need him to be a dog. I mean, like he's got to be the guy because Cook. I don't think Cook is a is an every down in between the tackles guy. Um, I don't I don't know if Zamir is necessarily that all the time, but um, when I saw him play, in the times I've seen him play, I should say, um, you know, he he doesn't have a problem going in between the tackles. Um, I don't know. Well. It- it's interesting this year because at running back, Georgia usually has two studs. Right now, you right. just got one. You got DeAndre Swift, and everyone else is still either a question mark or just not on that level. This is the first year where Georgia hasn't had two of the best running backs, at least in the conference, since I guess 2011 when it was kind of the Isaiah Crowell show. After that, when Todd and uh, Keith got there, and then Nick and Sony, and you know, ever since, even last year with Swift and Swift and Elijah, Georgia's had two really, really good backs. Right now, they've got one, and they're looking for a second one. So it is, you know, it, it's not a weakness, but I wouldn't really call it. Yeah, exactly. But like you said, they do need Zamir White. A hundred percent, Zamir White. I mean, changes the offense. There's no doubt about well, it. Well, uh, there's no question. He's 100% Zamir is better than DeAndre Swift. I mean, I would put him only behind Todd Gurley. And, and, and in the same, you know, I don't want to have a, you know, Dean's an idiot conversation. I mean, he's, a, he's on par with Nick and Sony for sure. And I, I, would, I would say when I saw him play, you know, he was the best high school running back I'd seen play live, including Nick Chubb. So, yeah. um, everyone remembers that number one ranked 2018 recruiting class. Whether you're a Georgia fan or whether you hate Georgia, people are going to look back to that class mm-hmm. and expect Kirby to win a championship. He was a big reason Georgia was ranked number one. The yeah, other and, guy yeah, who yeah, there was ranked ahead of him was gone. So, yeah. you look at that class, you see it's number one, but Justin Fields is gone. Zamir White's been injured. 
Jamari Sawyer hasn't started yet, but obviously he has a really bright future. Right. But he was a big reason why Georgia has that, that number one class, and you know they, they definitely need him. They do, and you know I saw uh, Trayvon Walker up there on Saturday. Um, his addition to the defensive line would make if if Trayvon Walker were up there, Julian Rochester, a, a healthy David Marshall. Now, someone did say to me that Tyler Clark really does look different than he has in the past. But he's going to have to play the way he did at the close of the 2017 season. I mean, it is there. There's plenty of guys on this defensive line. I mean, Devontae Wyatt from... from he's a player. Yeah. I mean, I said that from the get-go now. I mean, yeah, you did. You saw this guy can play. So it's not hard... To when guys flash and they do it more than a few times in a high school game, that's what should happen, and that's what you should expect. But if you had everybody up there, I mean, maybe maybe the combination of Michael Barnett, Tyler Clark, and Mikel Carter is getting the job done for now, or you know something like that. But I know I I, I left out a pretty important guy there, Jonathan Davis, but or excuse me, Jordan Davis, but. Maybe they are doing what they need to do. I, I don't know. Is but, defensive maybe line, it's, maybe it's nothing yeah. too. By the way, is defensive line a position where you really need experience, or if a freshman is, no. you know, just think, better than you, you play the freshman, or do you need guys with experience like Michael Barnett and Tyler Clark and Julian Rochester? No. You need those experienced guys playing. No, I don't think so. I think there's two spots in particular where there's some issues that, where I think there's concern for Georgia, and that's the wide receiver spot and uh, defensive line. The good news about both of those positions is there's help on the way, whether you're talking about um, uh, Trayvon, Trayvon Walker um, and or uh, George Pickens. I mean, both at different spots or Blaylock alone. Um, yeah. So... You've got guys, and then you have to. I'm assuming we're going to count um, uh, Jermaine Johnson in there on the defensive line too. Although guys like him and Nolan are 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 really you know outside backer defensive end you know hybrid types, but they they can get to the pass rusher. I'm just asking, and I don't I don't know the answer. I don't have answers here. I'm just asking why is it so hard for them to run? Is this about the defense or is this about the offense? I just have a hard time believing that this offensive line can't run with uh, with Swift or Harriet. Me too. Uh, they struggled running the ball a little bit against Texas. Yeah, I'll give Texas them that. Texas played well. They really did, and they they stopped that Georgia run more than I ever thought they'd be able to. Right, so same here. Uh, it, so it can happen, but it, it's still definitely a little surprising. Uh, but it's really hard to put it on the offensive line. I mean, they've made holes. A well, lot, and you've got it, uh, maybe a top ten pick at left tackle. So much talent elsewhere. I mean, again, it's supposed to be the one of the strongest units on the team. I have a hard time believing that they're not opening giant holes in the spring. Well, maybe they're not. not maybe there. not as good as we think they are. It's always I mean, possible. I mean, I think I th- I'm with you. I think they're the best offensive line in the country, but they are moving one starter out. It looks like Ben Cleveland, and for Jamari Sawyer, I mean, they totally could be in a transition state. Um, but with that said, they essentially have four starters coming back. I mean, Hill started a lot last year, Wilson, Kinley, and Thomas. They all started a lot. I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
I also wonder, is it that they're not opening holes or are they just not meeting these high expectations that Kirby just, and I Pittman have for this unit now? It's just been jammed up. Yeah. It's just been jammed up in the middle. There's and, a lot of meat in there. Well, but there's not as much as there could be. I mean, you start talking right. about Rochester's not playing. Uh, same thing with Marshall is not out there a lot. I, I don't think at all. Um, you know, you're just so I'm just saying, okay, is this Tremel? Excuse me, is this Devontae Wyatt, uh, Jordan Davis, and you know Tyler Clark? Listen, Matt, those three guys could be the reason they win the SEC championship. They could. And then if you take those three and you add, you know, N'Kobe Dean, you add uh, Quay Walker. Channing Looks like Kobe Nicobe Dean is going to play. I think I Nicobe mean, Dean may well start eventually, but yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe it's not that there's something wrong with the offensive line. Maybe the defensive line has just said, "Hey, you're not going to get five yards of carry against us. You're going to get two or three. Maybe that's what it is. That'd be great. I'd." Would hope that Kirby would kind of point that, and he doesn't have to. He's the head coach. No, he but if that were the yeah. case, you would hope to hear some positive reviews from the defensive line rather than you know, you know, the running game isn't what we're expecting right now, and this and that. Uh, it'd be nice to see him throw a bone to the defensive line if they're the guys making the plays and and doing the job. But right now, he, he kind of seems like the offensive line, or again, just the running game in general isn't doing their job the way they should. Well, that's what we're reading into. And, you know, if Kirby wants to come on uh, riding home, he's more than welcome to and correct us. But um, that's what it feels like. I just I just want to know why. What is the explanation? Yeah. All right, join us again uh, next time here on Riding Home. Uh, if you're not going over to Dog Post, if you're just listening to us on YouTube, if you're just listening to us on Instagram or uh, iTunes or SoundCloud, please, and it's a pretty big audience these days, please go over to dogpost.com uh, and we will see you over there. This is Dean Leggy signing off for Matt DeBerry.